want to speak on this morning, Destiny Women. Destiny Women. And as I was preparing myself, I you know, thought about, okay, destiny, destiny. And the Lord allowed me to see these incredible verses and scriptures about destiny as God's women, as God's people. So I want to share these um, verses with you even now. The first one is Ephesians 1.11. Through your union with Christ, we too have been claimed by God as his own inheritance. Before we were even born, he gave us our destiny that we would fulfill the plan of God who always accomplishes every purpose and plan in his heart. And these are all from the uh, Passion Translation. Ephesians 2.10, one of my favorite verses. We have become a recreated people that we would fulfill the destiny he has given each of us. For we are joined to Jesus, the anointed one. Even before we were born, there it goes again. God planned in advance our destiny and the good works we would do to fulfill it. Romans 8, 28. So we are convinced that every detail of our lives is continually woven together to fit in God's perfect plan of bringing good into our lives. For we are his lovers who have been called to fulfill his design purpose. Proverbs 20, 24. It is the Lord who directs your life. For each step you take is ordained by God to bring you closer to your destiny. So much of your life then remains a mystery. And then 1 Peter 1, 2. You are not forgotten, for you have been chosen and destined by Father God. The Holy Spirit has set you apart to be obedient followers of Jesus Christ, gloriously sprinkled with his blood. Amen. When I read those scriptures, I was just, I was just filled with joy and filled with like, wow, the Lord taking this time to speak these words so that we could read and that we could experience and we could walk in his destiny. So God has given everyone on earth a destiny and a purpose. Can you just turn to your neighbor and say, I have a destiny and I have a purpose. So what is destiny? Now, it's derived from an old French word which means purpose or intent. Destiny, so destiny is a predetermined plan of our creator God concerning the purpose, the intent, fate, and future of us who are his prized creation. And as I was thinking about this, you know, we look at our lives. We've seen how we have grown up. We've seen maybe things that we've gone through. And I don't know about you, but it's not something that I think about right away, about my destiny or my purpose, with the things that I've gone through or the things that happened in life. And I'm sure if I, I look out in this congregation and I point to every one of you, you could say something about, you know, how you started. Oh, you know, I felt rejected. I felt shamed. 
I felt discouraged. I felt disappointed. I, I experienced church hurt, church hurt. I was abused. I was traumatized. And the list can go on and on and on. And we can kind of live there and park there. But the Lord is saying through his word that, no, I have a destiny for you. I have a destiny for your life. It doesn't matter how we started out. What really matters is, is how we end up. So even through destiny, through uh, uh, God predetermining what his purpose and his plan was for our lives, that we can fulfill, we can reach, we can walk in our destiny. Matthew 7, 7 says, Jesus taught, taught, knock, and the door will be open to you. For everyone who knocks, the door will be open to you. So if we're supposed to walk in our destiny, there are four doors that we need to open to walk in and to enter into our destiny. So the first door is a door of planning. If you're going to walk in your destiny, you've got to do some planning. Amen? You've got to do some planning. There's got to be short-term and long-term goals and agendas for our lives. And I think about Esther, Queen Esther. Now, as I said that sometimes our lives didn't start out on a good track. And I think about Queen Esther. She was an orphan. So that doesn't sound too good, starting out like that. She was an orphan, lost her parents, maybe feeling a sense of, where do I belong? I'm abandoned. And we know the story of her uncle taking her in, so to speak, and we, and we fast forward, she becomes queen at the time. And her planning was she realized that there was a person that wanted to destroy her race. Destroy her race, take out the race. And she had to plan strategically, first of all, when she would approach the king. Because I know none of us you know, grew up in, a, in the kingdom and knowing what the king, but you can't just come up and say, hey king, here I am, I need to talk to you. Oh yeah, you're my, you're my husband, I need to talk to you. No, there had to be a strategic time. So as she planned strategically, well this is a time that I will approach the king. And I don't even know, because she had to call a fast, so I don't know if he's gonna accept me. But he does accept her to come and speak to him. And then strategically, strategically, she tells him, well, this is my identity. I'm a part of this race that now there's been a proclamation to kill. So she had to plan. She had a plan strategically that, okay, let me, let me work this correctly. Let me allow the Lord to direct me. And as we step in as women, as we step into our destiny, we've got to plan some things. We've got to sit down and say, okay, how do, I, how do I orchestrate my life? How do I work this out? And allowing the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us. And yes, we're going to make mistakes. We're going to make mistakes, but we've got to just know that because the Lord says that he has a purpose for our life, he has a plan for our life, that he's going to work it out as we continually yield to him. And the thing is, that plan with Esther, 
Her planning strategically destroyed that whole plot, exposed the person, Haman, and what he thought was going to, the, the instrument that he was, um, that was going to be used to destroy, he was destroyed, <laughs> destroyed with that instrument. So let's plan as we walk into our destiny. Proverbs 29:18 tells us, where there is no vision, the people perish. So we must plan, we must have a vision. For me, I have um, started, or I have created a, a mission statement for myself, and I know I'm an encourager. So the Lord said, no, write that down, write the vision down. So I know that I am to encourage individuals and to walk alongside them and, and allow them to see themselves the way the Lord sees them. And to walk alongside them, uh, hopefully put you know, courage back into them so that they can see themselves and that they too can walk in the path the Lord has. So even having a mission statement, start there. As you have a mission statement, then you know, okay, this is the plan. Let me go according to the plan. Destiny begins when you sit down and chart a course concerning how to accomplish it all. So we have to sit down sometimes. Let's sit down and be quiet. Be still with the Lord. Say, Lord, speak to me about how to chart this out, how to chart out my life, how to chart out the course of my life. Poor planning is, is either no planning or, or say poor planning or no planning leads to failure. And I know none of us want to fail. None of us want to fail. So let's, let's plan out the course for our destiny. The second door that you want to walk through, enter in, is a door of patience. Oh my. When we are trying to go through, you know, our destiny and our purpose, patience, patience, patience. Because we are people that want things done like this. You know, let's have it. Let's, let's do it now, Lord. I did, you know, my few steps. I did my few things. Okay, let's, let's, let's get it moving. Let's, let's continue. But the Lord said, no, patience. And I think about Anna. How many of you remember Anna in the Bible? Anna, she was married. And I think maybe after seven years, her husband died. So she's a young, she's a young woman, a young a wife, now a widow. But she finds herself in the, in the temple over 60 years praying. And it's like, my goodness, that's patience. When you can find yourself doing something for years and years and years and years and still waiting for that promise, still waiting for the destiny to be fulfilled. And Anna, she was in the temple praying for the promise of Jesus. She wasn't a steward, you know. I remember someone saying, Oh, Anna was in the temple because she had nothing better to do. She's a widow, so she might, might as well be in the house of the Lord. No, she was praying for the promise of Jesus, the Messiah, to come. And she experienced through her prayers, through her times of, of, of intercession, she experienced the promise. She saw the promise for herself when Jesus was born and came into the, the um, temple with his parents. So, there is the promise. This is a part of my destiny as I have been in this um, temple praying day in and day out. Hebrews 6.12 says, We do not want you to become lazy, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit what has been promised. We have to just go through 
the door of patience as we wait, as we uh, uh, wait for that purpose and that destiny to take place. It's just, you know, it's just a place that we have to be patient because I believe that what the Lord has us to do and has us to accomplish is going to take time. It's, he's going to take time with us to, to uh, uh, massage whatever it is, character, integrity in our lives so that when we walk into that purpose and destiny, we don't blow it. We don't drop the ball. Sometimes, you know, our, our purpose may be kind of heavy. So the Lord wants to know that he can count on us. He can count on us to know that if I'm giving this to this individual, if I'm giving it to this woman, if I'm giving it to this daughter, if I'm giving it to this son, that they're going to be able to carry it and they're going to be able to fulfill. So patience, patience. Hebrews 10, 36 says, for you have need of patience. I know I have need of patience. That after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. And patience, as I said, it can take a long time. Or we can have to go through a, a, you know, a season of just being patient and allowing God to work his perfect plan in our lives. Patience is a decision to wait for the seed that you planted to grow into a full-fledged plant. So if we're not patient when we plant the seed and we're not patient to wait for that seed to grow, then there's no results. Nothing comes up if we can't wait. And the Lord sometimes says, you have to wait. You have to wait because of what I desire to do in you and through you. You have to wait. Patience means that you choose to wait on the fulfillment of the promise. And I saw this and I was like, wow, patience is the ultimate form of confidence. I was like, wow. I never thought about being patient and confident, being confident going hand together, hands in hand. It's like, okay, I'm being patient, Lord, yes. Okay, I'm gonna wait patiently. But when we wait patiently, when we wait with patience, we're saying, I know God's gonna, he's gonna do this. I know God's gonna do this through me. Again, going back to Anna, she prayed all those years because she was confident that she was going to see the promise. She was going to see the promise fulfilled. She was going to see with her eyes the promise. So the Lord saying, patience is confidence. Do you have confidence while you wait for the promise? Do you have confidence while you are, are waiting to walk in that destiny? in your purpose. Patience builds character because it teaches us to occupy our time wisely. So yes, as we're waiting patiently, we're not just, you know, twiddling our thumbs, but we're doing things, saying, yes, Lord, I'm confident, so I prepare myself as I wait. I won't, you know, try to get ahead of you because I don't want to miss out what you have. I want to be in sync with you. I don't want to go ahead of you. I definitely don't want to be dragging, you know, dragging my feet that when it does happen that I'm right there and I'm ready to experience what you have for me. <laughs> Thank you, Sister Peggy. <laughs> the third door. Whew, this is a door of persistence. Persistence. To fulfill our purpose, our destiny, 
Sometimes you just have to persist. You just have to persist. Persistence is the assurance of patience. Persistence waters the seed of greatness within us daily in order to make sure that the promise of patience is fulfilled. You've got to walk through the door of persistence if you want to see your purpose fulfilled. If you want to walk in the destiny the Lord has for us. And as I said, sometimes we have to wait. Wait a long time, but you've got to be persistent in it. If you really want to see what it is, if you really want to accomplish the will the Lord has for your life, you've got to be persistent. And I love the person that I thought about in the, um, in the Bible about persistence. It's, again, another widow. It's the widow in Luke 18, 1. And it starts to say that men or women are to pray and not to give up. And we know about this widow. She is in crisis. There's a situation that's going on. And she say, I need justice. I need justice. So I'm going to go to the judge and I'm going to get justice. And we know that judge, he neither feared God or man. So he's like, you're coming to me. I don't care really what you want. But she was persistent because if I don't get justice, it doesn't change. My situation doesn't change. And she persisted. And she persisted. And she wore that judge down. She was like, man, let me just give this thing to this woman so I can get her off my back. Sometimes when you want to walk in your purpose, in your destiny, you've got to be persistent. You've got to say, nope, I'm coming back. Oh, oh, you trying to ignore me? Oh, no, I'm here again. I'm here again. I'm here again. No, I don't care what you say. You can, you can uh, 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 say things to me to put me down. You can ridicule me. You can ignore me. But I'm here because I need what I need from the Lord. I need to walk in the destiny that the Lord has created for me. So you, we need to walk in a place of persistence. Walk through that door of persistence. And I think about individuals that I know dearly that was a woman of destiny in persistence. And that was my mother. If we have the picture, can you show it? My mother, Mother Louise Selman. See that picture? Yes. My mother was a woman of persistence. She had nine children. I'm the youngest of nine. Don't I look good? <laughs> but she was a woman of persistence. And what, you know, the thing that she had to deal with, her praying for us as her children, I remember, I, I think all of us can attest um, uh, my family that every day, every morning, our mother would be up early in the morning and she would be calling all of our names, all of our names to the Lord. And her persistence saying, Lord, save my children. Lord, do what you need to do in my children. And you know, there were times when we're like, does it take all that? You know, you're waking us up. You're up, you know, four o'clock, five o'clock in the morning and we can hear her. We can hear her calling all of our names, going down the list, starting from Lionel all the way to me. But to see the results of her prayers, her being persistent, and even, you know, I think about um, our, our father. You know, our father, he was once a deacon in the church, 
and he, he, he turned his back on the Lord because of some offense. He walked away from the Lord. So for 14 years, he was in, as we would call, a backslidden condition. He just backslid, said, I, I don't want anything to do with God. And our mother prayed for him, 14 years. 14, and when we would say, why do you keep praying for him? He's not gonna change. In some instances, I'll be honest, I didn't want him to change. I was like, don't, no God, don't do anything with him. But no, my mother, our mother was persistent in praying for her husband. And after 14 years, he came back to the Lord because of her persistence, because of her persistence. And even her praying for us, as I said, as children, I can say that all of her children walk with the Lord. And I have my brother here, Brother Donnelly. He was the last one to come back to the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And though my mother didn't see it, she passed away. But the fulfillment of her persistence is here right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So if you want to walk in your purpose and walk in your destiny, you're going to have to persist. No matter what doors close, no matter what you see or you don't see, keep knocking. Keep knocking because eventually that door is going to open up to you. It's going to open up to you. So women are always to pray and not give up. Women, we're always to pray and not give up. No matter what's going on, no matter what we see, we're not to give up. We're not to give up because God has a plan for us. All of these doors, the door of planning, the door of patience, the door of persistence, it's all centered around this one door, the door of prayer. The door of prayer, that, that is a central door. Now, when you think about your house or apartment, the front door is the first door of entry, right? It's the first door of entry. So when we walk through our front door, we are in where we live. We're in where we reside. And when we think about prayer, prayer is the front door. Planning, patience, persistence, that's not going to really happen if we're not opening the door of prayer. Prayer as the main door of planning, patience, and persistence, as doors that get us into specific rooms. And when we think again about our house, we have different rooms in our house. So you've got to get into the, you've got to go in first through the front door, and then you can maybe get to the living room. Then you can get to the bedroom. You can get to the, um, the kitchen. You can get to all those different rooms, but you've got to come through the door, the front door, and that door is prayer. Because we know that God, he hears our prayers. He responds to our prayers. We need to acknowledge God in our dialogue when we pray. There's a dialogue that takes place when we are praying, when we are before the Lord, as he communicates with us, as he reveals his plans, as he reveals his, his purpose and his destiny for our life. Prayer ties you to the ultimate power source. Prayer will guide you to your destiny.
So if you want to know what your destiny is, what your purpose is, or you want to walk in it freely, you've got to be in that place of prayer. Communing with the Lord, communing with God, saying, Lord, just show me. Download, upload, inload, do some kind of loading into me so that I can walk as a destiny woman. And I think about even for me as the, the prayer director of this of PT, of Pentecostal Tabernacle, over uh, 29 hours a week, we have the privilege of leading these prayer times and these prayer watches. And I know it's not because of me, because if it was up to me, I would say, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to lead. I don't oversee all these prayer times. But no, the Lord said, destiny. Oh, you're a destiny woman? Let's walk in your purpose. Let's walk in your, in your um, what I have created, created you to do. So even to, to um, you know, see and experience 29 hours of prayer going on weekly in our, in our church, that's, I give God glory for that. And you know, the Lord said, you don't, you don't have to do everything. Just stand in your place. Just stand in your place, and I'll bring the people to help and to assist and to uh, allow what needs to take place. So I praise God for that. I praise God for that. So as I said that, we've all gone through things. I'm, all of us have stories of either we've been waiting, um, we, Lord, doors have been closed. Lord, what is gonna happen? And God's saying that if you would just open those doors, doors of planning, Open the door of just being patient, wait on, wait on me, wait for me, because I have something really great for you. In that door of persistence, okay, I'm gonna hold on, God. I, I feel kind of weak sometimes, but I'm gonna hold on. And even to have people in my life, uh, in our lives to kind of encourage us, to push us, say, come on, you can do it. You don't know how close you are to that. Stay there, stay right where you are. Don't bail out, don't throw in the towel. So we're walking in our purpose, in our destiny. Destiny women, I look out in this congregation and I say, destiny women, let us walk in our purpose. Let us walk, and you know what? When we fulfill our destiny, other people benefit from it. As I'm walking in my destiny, my daughters, my natural daughters, they are benefiting from it. My spiritual daughters, I've gotten so many, so many different names. I'm now called Mother, Mother Carmen. And I was, when the first time I heard that, I was like, no. No, they said Mother Green. And I said, no, that's my, that's my mother-in-law. I said, oh, no, you are Mother Green. You are Mother Carmen. I, I've been said that I'm a mother of nations. So as I fulfill my destiny, others will benefit from it. This church will benefit from it. The community will benefit. If you walk in your purpose and your destiny, others will benefit. As we walk as women of influence, women that will fulfill our purpose, others will benefit. If we're married, our families will benefit. If, we're, if we have siblings and we have extended family, they will benefit. Our coworkers, our boss, I mean, we can go down the list. If we walk in our purpose, if we walk in our purpose, if we fulfill what the Lord has called us to, others will benefit from it. And others will learn too. It's like, wow, well, I know your story. I know what you've been through. 
wow, if you can do that, I'm going to do it too. I'm going to go and, and, you know, grab hold of my destiny. I'm going to go and grab hold of my purpose. So I close with this. I'll say, Lord, I know I shared those scriptures in the beginning. I said, Lord, I, I want to I give a declaration concerning the scriptures that I spoke from the beginning. So I have an actual uh, a confession slash a declaration that I want to speak over every woman. So I'm going to ask every woman to stand. Even if you think you're not a destiny woman, I'm going to declare that you're a destiny woman in Jesus' name. So according to Ephesians 1.11, through, this is, a, this is a declaration, through my union with Christ, I belong to God. Before I was even born, God's destiny was that I would fulfill his plan. And God will always accomplish every purpose and plan in his heart for my life. According to Ephesians 2.10, I am a recreated woman. I will fulfill the destiny God has given me. Again, before I was even born, God planned in advance my destiny and the good works that I would do to fulfill his destiny for my life. Romans 8, 28, this declaration, I am convinced. I, just, just say that, just say it, I am convinced. Yes, that every detail of my life, okay, <laughs> yeah, keep going, is continually woven together, woven together to fit into God's perfect plan, and that plan will always bring good into my life, for I love God. And I have been called to fulfill his design purpose. And Proverbs 20, 24 declares uh, this declaration. And maybe let's, let's keep, keep repeating it because you need to say it out of your mouth. The Lord is directing my life. Each step that I take is ordained by God and brings me closer to my destiny. And finally, according to 1 Peter 1, 2, Satan is a liar. Say it. For God has not forgotten me. And because I have been gloriously sprinkled by the blood of his son, Jesus Christ, I have been chosen and destined by Father God and the Holy Spirit to be set apart to be his daughter an obedient follower of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are destined. We are destined. We are destined. Yes, hallelujah, you may be seated, destiny women. And as I get ready to take my seat, 
I just want to share with you the PT women that this afternoon I want you to look out for an email that will be coming from me. It's a Mother's Day encouragement, and you don't have to be a mother, but it's, it's an encouragement to women, mothers, women. And there has been a project that we've been working on through this pandemic. It's a, 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 a book of prayers that we have been praying actually through the pandemic time. So we're going to send you just a, a sample of what we have been praying and what has been prayed throughout those different prayer times. So look for it this afternoon. I, I pray that you'll be blessed, you'll be encouraged, you'll be strengthened, that you are a destiny woman. Amen? God bless you. Lady Carmen. I don't know about y'all, but that was an absolute blessing for me. I needed to hear that. So before we dismiss, um, we have a wonderful reception, especially for our moms downstairs, immediately after service. It's a grab and go, but it's for everyone. It's extra special for our moms, but definitely for everyone else. So don't leave here without getting your sweet treat. And as you know, uh, here at PT, we don't just close with a prayer, but we pronounce a blessing over your life. So I'm going to do that right now. And it's from Numbers 6, 24 to 26, the priestly blessing on God's people. May the Lord bless you and protect you, look after you, shield you, defend you, and take care of you. May the Lord make his face shine, grin, beam, and show his pleasure on you. And may the Lord be gracious, kind-hearted, pleasant, compassionate to you. May the Lord show you his favor that will promote you appreciate you, support you, and side with you as you side with him. And finally, may the Lord give you his shalom, his peace, his rest, his harmony, his calmness, his composure, his prosperity, his success. And may the Lord remove anything that causes agitation or discord with his divine purpose and destiny for your life in him this week. I bless you in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. And everyone says, I receive that blessing. Amen. Have a wonderful week, everyone. Hey, family. Thank you so much for joining us for today's service. Special thanks to those of you who continue to generously support the work of this ministry. We are so grateful for you and it's because of you that we can be a blessing to this community. If you enjoyed the service today, please like, share with your friends and family, and subscribe to our channel so that you can get a notification whenever our services go live. We also invite you to follow us on social media at PT Cambridge in order to stay connected to this ministry. Hey, we look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks for watching and God bless you.